Hey, hey, peacemakers, this is the Soul Coach, and you're listening to Peace of Mind with the Soul Coach, where we talk about life lessons, life experiences, military, branding, entrepreneurship, um, what's going on in the world, um, and we use motivation to keep us going so that we can reach contentment. Um, I feature different creatives, different entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and other people who might give you insight on their life and their experiences. Because guess what? Life does not have a cookie cutter way of giving you an experience. And we just want you to know that. So sit back, listen, and hashtag keep smiling. Hey, hey, peacemakers, this is the Soul Coach, and I was checking my email one day, and I got an email from a company called Doe. I'm subscribed to their mailing list, um, so every week they feature um, a different female entrepreneur um, trying to get other females and just people in general who are subscribed to um, buy more into female businesses. So on this particular day, um, there was a beauty guru um, by the name of um, Cassandra McClure, and she was featured um it featured her product um which is called lash binder this thing is crazy so there is a product that she has the lash binder basically you use this to apply your lashes yes no it's not a tweezer it's not an eyelash um enhancement tool or whatever you want to call it I'm really not into beauty so please don't judge me um but yeah so um this is something that's innovative it is more eco-friendly and this is something that is going to take over the beauty industry because there is no product like this product out there it's it's like really it's like magic it's like one two three um when I first saw it I couldn't believe my eyes and I had to hear her story so sit back relax listen to the story of how this model turned beauty guru uh why do I keep messing up on this word beauty guru (laughs) um and someone who has is basically an OG to this um, beauty industry. Um, she has been behind the camera as a makeup artist and in front of the camera as a um, as a model in her early adolescent years. And she's now the founder and CEO um, of this company called Clean Beauty. She is the founder and creator of The Lash Binder. Um, she's a podcaster and she is a beauty, um, a clean beauty advocate. Um, yeah. And it's just something that is really taking over the makeup industry. Nobody wants to have those nasty products that have all these chemicals that are harmful to your body and your life and your everlasting soul. So sit back and just listen to her story. You can definitely, um, find her, um, socials and her, um, website and email address in the description so here is woman crush wednesday cassandra mcclure um you are a entrepreneur and you have a lot of experience in the makeup industry so without further ado i want 
to um, get started with you. Um, and just tell me about how you stepped into the beauty industry. Yeah, so I have been modeling since I was really young. At 14, I started um, working with photography as well. And my mom actually was a uh, wedding coordinator, and uh, she had events and things. And so um, I actually set up my first makeup setup at a booth at her wedding show. Um, and at that, by then, I think I was 16, I had known pretty much how to do makeup. Like, I was self-taught, but I also did a lot of duplication, and I became a little known for that because I could look at a picture, and then I could kind of keep it there and do the makeup how the picture was. I could do the hair. I could even pose in a certain way that that model looked, and I um, became really good with with makeup and, and blending and all of that stuff. And you have to remember, this is like 2000, I don't know, 2000? It's like way before any Instagram or YouTube even existed. So I was just going off of magazines, um, friends that I would see, my older cousin who worked at Sephora. She opened the one in um, in Seattle. And anyways, I um, by then, but I, by the time I was 16, I opened um, – a little booth with my mom at a local wedding show and I booked my first bride. So I had my first wedding at 16 and I worked with, I think four or five bridesmaids. I did everyone's makeup and um, it was a blast and they couldn't believe that I actually got paid for that. So I definitely at that point was like, okay, this is something I can make money at. Um, because before that it was just for my friends, you know, like getting ready for like Tolo or prom or whatever. Um, and doing my own little photo shoots and um, stuff off Craigslist before it was weird. Um, and I would just like, you know, I had a couple of friends around the photography and we'd do pictures and I was just super into it. Um, so I graduated early and I moved to LA to pursue um, a, a career in, in makeup, modeling, whatever kind of I could. And uh, I wound up going to a beauty school in Hollywood um, and where I learned from an artist who had worked with everybody from Tupac to Audrey Hepburn and um, taught us the kind of ins and outs of how to work um, uh, with celebrities and things. And working in L.A., you see celebrities all the time. You go get your coffee and, you know, Miley Cyrus is there. So you have to, I became very um, – kind of, it was normalized for me, so I didn't kind of have the freak out moments, um, although there was some, like, starstruck, like, people that I still loved, um, I became really comfortable around them, and they were comfortable around me, which led to a, a work with a lot of them, um, and I really fueled my career in every way that I could whenever I could, so there was never like a day that I was like, oh, I'm just modeling today in a music video. I was like, I'm bringing my makeup cards. I'm doing my own makeup. I'm going to look amazing. And people are going to ask me who did my makeup. And that's what happened when I went. And they saw, oh, wow, she's multi-talented. And so I would get callbacks. I would get jobs here and there from other photographers, other videographers. They saw how professional I was on set. And that really led um, to more jobs. And um, that helped. You know, I learned a lot um, in a few years there. 
Um, then I eventually moved overseas um, to work on the PGA. So I was the first stylist to ever tour with the Professional Golf Association in Europe. So I toured about 30 countries. I moved to Dubai for almost a year and worked with two of the largest agencies over there, um, uh, Muse and Bareface. I worked as a model and a makeup artist, which is crazy, but um, I was one of the very few that actually did both. Uh, And then fast forward, um, uh, I moved back to Seattle. I opened a salon, um, a small boutique salon where I did photography, makeup, and I brought models in to do local photography and things. And one of the models who came in actually introduced me to Uh, On a blind date to my now fiancé, I've been living in Palo Alto for three and a half years now, and when I moved down here, uh, things changed for me for sure. I was immersed in the tech world in, you know, you know, my next door neighbor is like a billionaire, and I was really like, you know, put at this place where a service to me became kind of like I was like, I can't work in the service industry, like to make more money, to do bigger things. I need to create, I need to do something else. And so um, I actually got. Your phone cut out. Um, I'm not sure if you are still talking. But your phone cut out. Uh, at what point? Um, you said you couldn't be in the service industry. And... Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't moved, so hopefully um, it'll work. <laughs> um, so I uh, moved from Seattle down to Palo Alto, California, and I, after about a year, started having some health issues. I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. I went to Stanford to get testing done, and it was determined that I had major allergies that were really severe, so dust, pollen, animals, basically everything. And I would react on my skin in different ways. I would get red, itchy bumps. I would get inflamed skin it would be really red um it would be and then it also affected my immune system it was harder to breathe i couldn't sleep as well because i wasn't breathing through my nose anymore and i really had um an itchy scalp and i started to really need to see better when i was driving so i kind of went into the hospital like what's going on why can't i like function and they said, oh, you have allergies, you have psoriasis, um, you're, you know, losing your vision, you need glasses. And it was really weird because at, like, 30 years old, I just felt like, why is this all happening right now? Um, and so I took a step back because I was going into the hospital every week for shots for a few months before, you know, I asked the question, like, how long is this going to take? Like, when am I going to get better? And they said, oh, you're not actually – you might not actually ever get better. And I was like, but I'm spending all this money. Like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we have to figure out like 
what it is and you have to wait to see if anything works like and that just wasn't okay and I just felt really alone and scared at that point so I um I worked with um creative entrepreneurs um in a group called the rising tide and it's a society of men and women all around the world that meet once a month in their city or their town and I had felt like there was not a lot of creatives in Palo Alto. So I decided to start my own chapter uh, about three years ago when I moved here. And now there's about 260 people in that. Anyways, I, um, I, I was coaching somebody in the chapter at this wine bar one day and I looked over and I saw um, a bunch of makeup and stuff. And I was like, Ooh, like a little pop-up, like I have to go check it out. So I did, and I got closer, and it said Beauty Counter, which is the first I'd ever really heard of the brand, and I started looking and swatching products, and um, I fell in love with them almost instantly. I love the color payoff, and the woman who came up to me said, uh, Guyane, she was like, oh, like, these are clean products. Here's a glass of wine. Like, have fun playing with the products, and let me know if you have any questions. And I was like, oh, what do you mean it's clean? And she goes, oh, there's no, you know, synthetic fragrances. There's no uh, parabens or sulfates or anything harmful in the in the product. And I was like, well, is it like what in what makeup is it? She's like, oh, like all makeup, there's like harmful ingredients that can damage, you know, your health. And I was like, wait, what? And so I like took a step and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, could this be, and I thought for a second, but then I was like, no, there's no way that that's what's, what's going on. But um, she said the word fragrance. And so I went home and decided that I wanted to do my own cleanse, like my own detox. So I looked at everything in my house from my, my, the cleaner that was on my floor, my air fresheners, my shampoo, my soaps, all my makeup, all my skincare and my laundry detergent, everything and anything that, that I thought was just because it had the word fragrance on it on the ingredient list. So I got rid of everything. I put everything in a box, and I didn't touch it. And I basically went crunchy for a couple weeks. Like, uh, well, I went crunchy for, yeah, basically like two weeks. But I didn't even have deodorant because my deodorant had fragrance in it. Well, within 48 hours, my symptoms were almost all clear. My skin was clear. My psoriasis went away. My itchiness went away. I could breathe better. I could see better. And I was like, whoa, this is, like, insane. So I went online on Facebook, and I, I made a Facebook Live. And I had, a, I had a pretty large audience on there already, but that video went viral sort of overnight and had thousands, tens of thousands of views. And a lot of people reaching out to me saying that they had a similar experience um, asking me like more questions about it. And I was, and I was a huge podcaster at the time. So I was looking um, to listen uh, uh, other shows or other people that had the same experience. And when I started looking, it was really hard to search for something like that. So I said, this clean beauty thing, like I'm finding stuff online, but I'm really not finding any podcasts um, that aren't, aren't targeted towards someone selling a product. And so I said, oh, my gosh, um, I've always wanted to do a podcast. I think, like, this is what I was meant to do. Like, I need to talk about this more. So I started working on my podcast. And last week, we actually celebrated one year. 
so um, it's been quite a journey. I've interviewed, um, I don't know, 10 dozen founders uh, all over the country and the world um, that have created their own makeup lines who've, you know, had similar experiences to me. Um, And I actually partnered with Beauty Counter, the brand that I found out um, about clean beauty from. Um, They have an amazing pay system. Um, They, I I was able to, because I had to take a step back from work. When I found out that I was that it was a product in um, that I was using every day on clients and on myself, I I had to vow to not use them. So I got rid of them. I actually did several throwing away hauls on my YouTube and on um, Instagram and stuff that also went viral. And um, I you know I had thousands of dollars of product in my in my house that I paid top dollar for. Um, you know from these you know, big, well-known luxury beauty brands. And I had to throw them away because I couldn't return them. And I didn't know that they were harming my health and affecting my skin and my body. Uh, And so that kind of got me started on my clean journey. And of course, the first thing I did was order a bunch of products from Beauty Counter to get started. And then I started uh, vetting other brands. And the podcast actually helped me to uh, save a little bit of money because so many brands were willing to send me products to try um, so that I could speak to their products. Because as a professional makeup artist, you know, that's the, the, the brand's dream is that um, they find someone in alignment with what they stand for, clean and green beauty. Um, I definitely take, I definitely have taken things to the next level with clean and implemented sustainability because um, that's how, I actually started in the first place. I was uh, working with the Sustainable Project, which is a .org, and um, as a beauty director, and my job was to find green brands. And when I found out Beauty Counter was a certified B Corp, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the word that they use for sustainable. Like, that's a clean company, or that's a green company. So when I found out it was clean as well, it kind of opened up that whole can of worms. And I was like, how have I been in the beauty and the modeling industry for my entire life and never knew about clean beauty. Like, how is this happening in 2000 and whatever, 17? How is this happening now? And why? And it was, it made me mad. It was very hard um, to deal with. And uh, I have been sharing my journey ever since through my social media and my podcast and taking everyone on me and every step of the way with products that work, that don't work, that I love, that I don't love. And I've been pretty honest about everything that I found with ingredients, um, different brands and companies that you probably never heard of um, because I'm, I'm living in a pretty great area. Like the, the Bay area is actually pretty innovative when it comes to these brands and products. Codex beauty is here. Marin B is here. Um, there's some pretty great um new stores like credo and beauty heroes that are popping up you know all over and they're they're nearby and so i've been partnering with a lot of them uh pyt uh beauty um there's a brilliant um oh my gosh there's so many and so i've been partnering with these amazing lovely women actually a lot of women brands women owned and founded brands and it's been it's been pretty cool and 
when I took a step back from working 40 weddings a year, uh, because I wasn't being hired by the everyday consumer anymore, I was being sought out for being a clean makeup artist, um, I was able to really thrive with my podcast as well as create Lash Binder, which is how you found me. Um, Lash Binder is a tool that I created to be the quickest, easiest, and safest uh, lash applicator in the world. And I invented a method. Um, It's a patent-pending tool that um, I created to make lash application for the everyday woman uh, attainable. And it's something that I felt passionate about for a very long time, something I was working on on the back end but didn't have the time to actually do. And um, through working with Beauty Counter and my podcast, I was able to fund that dream and make it become a reality. And it's really been amazing. We're on Amazon now. We partnered with Ipsy and different um, beauty boxes like BoxyCharm. We did a big event with them. We are in lots of other smaller boxes like Park and Buzz, and we've done a lot of collaborations with different beauty brands for lashes. Um, and right now, Lash Binder, we're doing um, two more. We're going to find two other beauty brands, uh, female-founded brands, that to partner with for 2020. So we're on the lookout for a couple more to do lash collaborations, T-shirt collaborations. We're going to do a couple new products. We just launched a eyelash curler. We're launching a heated lash curler soon. We have some really fun things on our website, which have been pretty cool. And now we actually, uh, our bestseller is a pro kit, and it comes with lashes, scissors, um, the tool, and a cute little makeup bag which has um, got us to tour around the country. We, we, I just got back from San Diego yesterday. We did a um, we did the Wonderfront Festival, and earlier this summer we did Bottle Rock. We've been doing a lot of major music festivals, doing, doing lash bar pop-ups, which are really popular, and we've now partnered with over a dozen salons, boutiques, and spas. A lot of lash artists um, use them for their clients when they're in between their lash fills or they can't get their fills done or they're allergic to the lash glue. So there's a lot there with that product alone that's um, been really awesome, and I have a great team working with me on that, um, innovating new products and things. So, yeah, we're excited for what's to come, and that's kind of my journey, I guess. Okay, so – you talked a lot about your, um, well, hint a lot about your um, support system with your mom and your cousin and now your team. How has that played a huge part in your success and just your journey alone? Like, how, what would you say your biggest takeaway um, is for having a support system? Yeah, so I was really fortunate enough to have a mom who was who knew me better than I knew myself and really pushed me to leave the small town that I was from in in Washington state and that really got me um to the place that I am now. It made me very fearless and you know, to leave home at 17 or 18 may be more common now than it was 10 years ago when I did it, but I feel like I definitely had that as a backbone. Uh, And then going into 
living alone in most of the places that I've lived um, in Nevada, in Colorado, in New York, in California. I lived alone and I worked alone. And as an entrepreneur, we all know it can get lonely. Um, and I just became my own best friend. Um, I'm not the best when it comes to communication, meaning like I don't call my mom every day or talk to family or friends. I really, um, I'm happy to work from my own happy place with my computer or my phone and get things done that way. So I felt pretty alone if I really think about it for quite a long time, but I would be going to events and I would be networking and doing a lot of talking and working during the days. So I was happy to be alone at night and now that I have a fiance, it's very similar because he's in a startup. I have two startups and we see each other a couple hours at night every day and maybe 10 minutes in the morning. But again, we're working so hard um, now so that we don't have to work so hard later. Um, but now, I mean, definitely my fiance comes into play. He, um, he has backed me 100%. Um, he's actually my angel investor for Lashfinder. He really believed in the product from the get-go, and he actually bought me my first piece of equipment for my podcast. He got me my um, my pop filter and my blue mic and even my, um, my padding and stuff. He really believed in the podcast and what it stood for and what I was trying to do to ban 1,500 ingredients within the U.S. and really try to challenge the laws that haven't been changed since 1938. And um, he saw the potential with both of the things that I became in alignment with. Um, I won't say that it's always been easy being a makeup artist because it's, it hasn't been. It sounds glamorous. It sounds fun. But it was a lot of back-breaking work. And I think that, you know, it's just like if you're working in a salon, like we stand on our feet for hours, removing our hands, and that really can damage the back. And I was going to a chiropractor. It was actually costing me a lot of money to do that as well. So that's why I was really trying to get out of, I knew I didn't want to continue doing services day in and day out for the rest of my career because it really was affecting my health and my overall well-being. And um my fiance was supportive of that. And like I said, when I came to Silicon Valley, I saw that he was able to work from a computer and make 10 times more than I was making. And I was working out in the field all day at weddings, not making what I wanted, even though I, I charge a premium. And, um, and so I feel like he, I definitely was inspired um, by him and the other people here that um, you don't, you know, work smarter, not harder. I put a lot in, a lot of tech into place on my website, um, a lot of automation systems, a lot of, um, like even little small things like forms. I think I talked to you about that before. It's like, you know, automating everything to make everything much easier, um, and faster so that you don't have to work as hard. So he taught me a lot of that and I learned a lot about tech and, um, design uh we designed my logos together like he helped me with those um things like that so he's been a huge support system for me and um I can't forget my little French bulldog Obi she's like my BFF like I work from home now um probably six or seven days a week um I make my money through my show 
through packing orders for Lash Binder and um, doing coaching calls. I have a huge team of makeup artists who work with me at Beauty Counter, and um, that includes training and coaching and calls, and um, they are killing it. One of Let's take a break and hear a message from my sponsors. Let's get back to the show. I'm opening two salons um, next month, and they're going to be the first clean beauty salons in the country, um, which are really cool, uh, hair and makeup. Um, so, yeah, we're, 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 I'm working really hard, and I think when it comes to um, attracting those people, it's so funny because literally almost all of them came from Instagram. I am who I am. I put my posts out every day, a lot of videos. I am all about the video right now. I think it's the way of the future. And I'm working with this company called Viral. And um, it's really mon- it's about monetizing your videos. And I definitely see that when I am authentically me and I'm telling my true story and being my true self, I'm attracting women from all over the country, especially in California, to join my team in one way or the other. So some are influencers for Lashbinder, whereas others are trying to become guests on my show or have me guests on their show, like you reached out to me. Um, people that are in alignment with what I'm doing. Um, and then also for, for Beauty Counter, you know, women who want to expand and make more money and not work as hard. Because when you're working really hard, you know, doing services day in and day out, refilling your kit and then finding your next client and doing your next post, it's tiring. And as you get older, you don't have the, the you know, you can't bounce back as fast as you, as you used to. And, like, I remember when I was 18, I could have, you know, five shots of vodka and I'd just feel fine. But now I'm like, it takes me a day and a half to recover. And that's just how it is. And I felt like that with weddings. I would do a wedding on Saturday and I would lay in bed all day Sunday because I was so tired. And I just, I hated that. So I was able to monetize through a beauty counter and create an online business through my website with my current clientele, with my email list and build out a solid uh, revenue stream. And so other women that are makeup artists, I have a lot of makeup artists on my team, also saw the value and the opportunity, and they reached out and became team members. And a lot of them are listed up on my site. We've done videos together. You can check them out as well. Um, And I'm really open and honest about all of that. Like I want to uplift others. I don't want to keep everything for myself. I believe there's enough to go around. I I definitely don't lead a, a community of entrepreneurs um and not be be willing to do anything and everything for them to succeed and have the opportunities because I feel like I went through a lot of hardship and I could have saved a lot of time if I would have had a mentor like myself so I try to be that mentor and I also have two other mentors I'm working with right now um you know because I've grown out of other mentors I think like there's a certain time where you're like okay like you learned everything you could from that person and then you move on and um I recently just acquired a new mentor two months ago and she is a whole different 
ball game. And I'm so excited to work with her more, but I also like to coach um, and work and be a mentor for others. And so it's been, it's all about giving back for me since day one. And that's how I've had a lot of my success. A lot of what I've, you know, if you, if you think about it, like, I was a makeup artist because I wanted to make women feel beautiful from the beginning. It made me feel good. I loved, you know, being there for the wedding days. I mean, it brought me back to my own childhood with my own mom. Like, you know, being there is one thing, but also being the one to make her look and feel that beautiful and have those photos in her house or on her Instagram or on her Facebook for years and years and years is really, really like, you know, a testament. It's nice to see. Um, and that really gave me joy, and it still does. So now I limit myself to, like, 10 brides a year, and I make the same amount as my when I had 40 brides a year. So just with makeup alone. So it's, like, it's really cool. And all of them are destination. Last year I did Aruba, um, Bali. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I've done Spain, um, Dubai, India. I've traveled all over the world for weddings and events um, with celebrities and, you know, regular folks too. So, um, yeah, I do a lot of training and stuff with with, with girls so I think it's all about like growing and just going back to your question is like the support is you know I'm not afraid to ask for the help you know I ask my mentor every single time I have a question and I think that that's okay and a lot of and like before I wasn't asking what like when I needed help and I would just be stuck in my problems and be really frustrated um and now it's it's a little bit easier <laughs> yeah and I was just about to say how in the world do you – how do you find time to yourself as far as self-care with being a um, – being one that is for you're, – you're giving all of yourself to other people, and that's what your um, – basically your your purpose is. How do you find time, and what kind of self-care routine um, do you have, especially being in the beauty industry? How do you pamper yourself what, what are some things that you do? Yeah, so uh, on the daily, I go to sleep with a face mask on one of, one of 10 that I have next to my bedside. That is self-care for me. I light a candle. Right now I have an oil diffuser going. That's self-care to me. I have my heater next to me, and I'm wearing my favorite pajama pants and my slippers. That's self-care to me. I have my dog right next to me, and that makes me feel good. And this morning I took an amazing shower. I did my full body scrub. I got all done up. And I have an interview after this, so we're doing video. And so I wanted to feel great. So I um, cleaned my house. I made everything really pretty for Thanksgiving tomorrow, so I made everything really cute. And I um, did my makeup. I did a video for um, a makeup brand when I was getting ready. So I, you know, killed two birds with one stone. Kind of goes back to the monetizing of the videos. So when I'm getting ready, normally it's like, why not throw a video camera on and make some money doing it, you know? And that's kind of um, what I've started to do. But during that time, it's, you know, doing makeup for me is self-care. That's another thing. Like, um, and I get to play with so many beauty products and I get to play with new bath salts and body washes and loofahs and all these new exciting products. Um, every day I'm trying something new or I'm finding my favorite products and sharing that through my social media, which is also helping my business. Um, and so everything I do has a little self-care, but like every morning I make myself like the most amazing latte and I sip that for like a couple hours until 
that's gone. And then I make an amazing breakfast, like brunch, um, which I just had before I got on this call. And I'm constantly, since I work from home, I have two rooms and I, I only really go in the kitchen when I'm like making something and then I'll come back into my space and I have like a beautiful vanity and amazing lighting in here and my ring light and my, my, my recording equipment. And then I'm sitting at my desk where I do all my work. So like right before I got on the call, I was filling orders, which is also, it's like every single time I put a sticker on a package to send out one of my orders, I just, I celebrate that, you know, because it's, it's my, it's another revenue stream, but it's also like someone that is in need of this product. So I put a lot of love and care into every single package. And I also, you know, include extra little goodies for them in there. And that is another way that I don't know. I just love it. I love giving people gifts and surprising people. Um, and so I'm in a constant state of self care. Like, I feel like there's not like, I'm not like, you know, always giving too much where I'm not, you know, giving to myself. And I find, you know, self-care in the most simple things, you know, like going outside and taking a walk or taking a little bubble bath, you know. And so every day I switch it up a little bit, but I need my coffee every morning. And to me, that's like, you know, a great gift um, to myself. And um, I'm just always giving myself grace. You know, I used to always be so hard on myself that I didn't have a six pack and I wasn't going to the gym as much as I wanted to, but like, I know that there's seasons in life and right now it's about me working towards all these dreams so that later on I can, you know, go tour Europe and like take a year off and take a vacation. So I think it's, it's balanced, but I mean, there's no such thing as work-life balance. And I've discovered that like, there's just, there isn't. And as an entrepreneur, it's so hard to turn off, but I've, you know, I know when I'm running thin on a thin, like thread and I'm just like all right I'm taking like four hours and I'm going to take a bath and so I just learned to be in tune with myself so that I can uh treat myself when needed like I had a starburst earlier because I was like I need something sweet I'm gonna have this starburst but I'm not gonna be mad at myself for eating it like I know it's not good I know there's probably GMO in it but like whatever I need the starburst you know and I like give myself that grace so I think it's just balance in yourself um and making yourself happy, like, whenever you can. And I think that the, like, you have this, this, I, I can't, I don't even know what the word is about you. It's like, you're, you're very fearless, and you're very bold, in the fact that you started your journey very, very early, and you kind of took the time out to get to know yourself, and didn't kind of put yourself in a box where you were like, oh, I'm not going to do what I I love and I desire to do, and you really focused on that. When you focus on that, now that you're much older, it's like you know yourself. You there's no reason for anything to fall apart because you know when things are going this way, this is when you need to do this. You take that time out to um, give yourself that daily self-care. And a lot of us, we really think that, oh, self-care is just once a week or it's every blue moon. And I I feel like that's where we really, we kind of don't get the, the big idea that self-care is a ongoing process and a daily thing that you do. And like you said, the little thing with the little things with you having your oil diffuser and just being around your dog and uh, drinking your latte and stuff that really 
that that is just the epitome of self-care. Yeah, it's just living in that space. And as an entrepreneur, if you can create that beautiful space that you wake up and you're just happy to be there, like I open up all my windows and let all the natural light in so I can see what's going on outside, like that is is nice. So I'm just thankful for every little thing. And I try not to, you know, because everyone's definition of self-care is different. My mom hates bubble baths. You know, I don't. <laughs> I like them. So just because someone does crystal healing does not mean that that's what self-care is and that's what you should be doing. Um, not to say that I haven't tried that, but <laughs> I've tried all the different things that people – other people think self-care is um, to some people, I mean, it's working out like really, really hard. Um, and to me, I feel like self-care is more relaxing. So it's different for everyone. And I think you just have to find your own way. Um, just like meditation. Meditation is not something that I, you know, a lot of people talk about meditation, right? And it's like, why can't I feel like I just need to calm down to meditate. And it's just never been my thing. And maybe one day it will, but I feel like, just And, you know, I felt bad that I couldn't meditate or that I wasn't meditating enough for a while. And then I was like, you know what, that that shouldn't matter. You know, it's like I'm not the meditating type person. I don't need that to feel calm or relaxed. I already feel relaxed. Like, I'm good. <laughs> so I think you just have to find your own groove, experiment, and, you know, just love yourself. Yes, you do. Um, so... With your whole um with your whole journey throughout life, what really brings you peace of mind? Um peace of mind in like in like my in just life or Yes, what brings you peace of mind? Um I don't know. I guess um I'm like in being like content or just I don't know how to answer that I guess <laughs> yeah so what brings you peace of mind to a sense where you're absolutely content um as far as your life your business just the whole your whole life as an aspect I mean your whole life in general um I'm not um I'm like I'm okay with my today but I am I am working every single day to get to the next place. I am thankful for everything I have, like I said, but I am always pushing to get to the next level because I just, I know that there's so much more for me and for everyone else that I'm impacting and for the future future of the beauty industry, so much. So I'm working on a lot of things um, right now and Although I I feel like I feel like I guess the contentment comes from knowing that it's okay because I am pushing to get the next thing and that's what makes me feel okay about being there, being here. Because there's just so much more and I, I just I know and I believe that because I'm working hard towards it and I know that I worked hard to get here and then if I continue to work hard then I'll be able to continue to move forward but I know that if I'm stagnant that I'm not working you know um when I should be then that's when things 
start to get stale for me. And um, I don't really get hard on myself when I take a week off or whatever, you know, like we all need a little bit of time. But, um, I mean, I definitely work harder than most of the people, most of my friends, um, most of the people that I know, actually. Um, and that, and not as hard as my fiance, though. He's my, definitely the one who, he works almost, he works sometimes 20 hours a day, but he works more like 15 most of the time. Um, he doesn't really sleep. And so he's really inspired me to a new level because he's the one who taught me that, like, we only are here once. And if you want to work hard later or you want to work normal, like, nine to five, like everybody else, you're going to work till you're 60. But if you want to work really hard right now, then we can get to places that other people aren't going to be at in 10 years. And so I'm okay with working (laughs) until – I fall asleep with the computer, you know, in my bed several nights a week. Like, I'm okay with that. I like, I like working hard. Um, and so I guess that's what keeps me content. Like, and you know, if something happens tomorrow and doesn't work out, like I still work hard, so I'm not going to beat myself up either. So, um, yeah, I mean, I enjoy working hard and I'm self-motivated. I don't think everyone's cut out to be an entrepreneur. Right. So it really depends. It depends on them too. Yeah, and I like that the fact that you say that you're you're not content with um well you're content with your right now, um, but you're continuously um continuously going and um putting yourself in a position where you're gonna be can reach your contentment to a whole different level um sooner than later um with your success. So I have a, um, a quick, let me see, how can I say this? Like a fun little, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very fun, um, board. it's like a segment <laughs> on it. Yeah, I don't know why I was trying to dress it up. It's a, it's a fun segment that I do, and it's like different fun questions that I have um, for people. So just to help the listeners get to um, know you a little bit better, um, what are five, well, uh, three to five fun facts that um, you haven't already said about yourself on the episode? Sure. So my fiance and I have the same birthday. We're born on December 30th, which was one of the first things we found out each other, which is pretty cool. Um, My dog has her own Instagram. Her Instagram is Obagail the Frenchie. She is semi-famous and um, gets featured by makeup brands sometimes because I have her pose. She's like the best. Um, (laughs) Number three is I once lived in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is really random, but I became a hippie at 21 and really wanted to like experience living there. Um, So that was really fun. Uh, I... Uh, my middle name is Lee. Um, several girls in the family also have that middle name. And um, what's the last one? I am. I get super seasick, um, like, on almost any moving vehicles, planes, trains. Like, I went skydiving and I was sick all day. I think I, um, I am, like, super hyper sensitive to any movement. So, 
I, we just took a boat ride on in San Diego and I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm still moving. Like, like it was a little like dingy and we went out for like 20 minutes, but yeah, I'm like, I'm, I get super, um, yeah, I just can't handle like <laughs> this movement. It sucks. I have to sit in the front seat of cars when we like go anywhere. So that's really oh. random, but I feel like some people can relate to that. <laughs> that's me. I, I used to get really uh, sick on the treadmill in the gym, so like, I don't know what happened, but I, I might have grown out of it, and yes, I don't get sick on the treadmill anymore. On <laughs> the treadmill, that's funny. <laughs> New levels. Yes. Um, what are three go-to beauty products that you use? So my do it, um, it's called do skin. Um, it's from beauty counter. It has SPF 20. I think it's like the smoothest, lightest, um, moisturizing, like tinted moisturizer that I've ever tried. And I've tried probably, a, probably a thousand different foundations. I, um, I love it. I wear it every single day. It takes about two seconds to put on and it is, it's usually the first, like, gateway product for most people when they try Beauty Counter. That's number one. Number two, um, oh, my gosh, it's also a Beauty Counter. They're lip glosses. I have every single color. I even have all the holiday minis every year. They have limited edition collections. Um, and if anyone wants to try them, oh, my gosh, you have to, like, get in touch with me because they're, I'll give you one with your order. It's, like, they're the best. Um, they're infused with like peppermint. And so I like the, the extra kind of like tingle. Um, it's not like a lip plumper, but it gives you, and it tastes amazing. So I, I'm a sucker. I'm a huge lip gloss lover. Like when it comes to lip, lip gloss or lipstick, I love lip gloss. Um, number three, oh my gosh. I, I think it's unfair if I do three beauty counter. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, their concealer is out of this world. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give one from Lip Lux. Um, Mizzy Cosmetics has this um, lip, lip stuff called Lip Lux. I use it on every single client. They also have a lip scrub. I, I use it on every single client. And I use it on myself every day in the morning. And every that's one of my self-care things. I do a lip scrub. I love doing that. And their lip, it's the, it's the first, like, lip balm ever that, like, it actually looks like a gloss. It's so pretty. <laughs> That's me with my glasses again. Um, but I I love it. I have a bottle in every jar, in every in every purse, a little jar of it in every um, corner of my house because wherever I'm at, if I want to put it on, like I just like reaching for it. So shout out to Mizzy Cosmetics. Um, I know Brenda. She was on my podcast. Um, she's amazing. And actually, Kylie. Kylie Jenner, she did, was not paid to do it, but she actually has talked about it several times in her own, like, uh, Snapchats and stuff, which which I thought was kind of cool. Because, like, you know, they get paid, like, millions to, like, talk about a product, but, like, if they organically talk about something, I feel like, yeah, I didn't know until afterwards, but it is pretty magical. It's called Mizzy Cosmetics, so definitely check that out. Um, I think if you use the code Clean Beauty, you can get like a percentage off or something. Like it, she was on my show last year. I don't even know if it works, but you can try it. Um, <laughs> I'll definitely leave it. it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah. So for anyone who might want to, yeah, try any of those, like I'm happy to share like my favorite ones. Okay. Um, so where can everybody find you on uh, socials and everything? You you can go ahead and give that out. Yeah. So my website is CassandraMcClure.com, and that's C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-M-C-C-L-U-R-E. 
And um, I'm at Cassandra McClure on Instagram, C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-M-C-C-L-U-R-E. Um, but if you go to my website, you'll be able to find my podcast, newbiepodcast.com. That's also its own website. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Hi, this is Cassandra McClure, and you're listening to Peace of Mind with the Soul Coach. So we're going to start a new segment where we do a uh, breakaway, um, breakaway takeaways. So the breakaway takeaway for today, um, I would say there's three. So with Cassandra, she had faith and confidence in herself um, and trusted her journey that when she started going into the beauty industry and she knew she wanted to take that leap of faith, she focused on herself and she never gave up. Times might've gotten tough, um, but she kept the faith in herself and her dream. And she was able to, and still is working to achieve the goals that she has set for herself. So have faith in yourself. The second one is Let's go through all of our beauty beauty products and do a detox just like Cassandra did. There's a lot of beauty products and they are taken away from our health, um, the days that we have on this earth. And we do not want to keep giving those companies um, the money that could be going to a clean beauty and um, more um, efficient product like clean beauty. Um, so head over to Cassandra's website and shop Clean Beauty um, in any company that is organic and you can actually, if you can eat it, you should be putting it on your skin. Whatever you put in your body, you should be able to put on your body. So let's keep that in mind. Also, um, number three, let's see. Um, I had one, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. Um... I would say just take that leap of leap of faith. Um, risks will bring rewards, but just weigh out your options and make sure that the risk is um, going to bring the reward. Reward. Oh, my God. I cannot speak. The reward that is um, that is going to be beneficial for you. All right, peacemakers, this is wrapping up the show. And I just want you guys to stay social. Follow us on Instagram at Peace of Mind with TSK. Yep, that's our new Instagram for the podcast. You can follow us on our main page at your underscore peace of mind. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Keep Smiling POM, on YouTube at Peace of Mind with TSK. Email us at your peace of mind 2016 at gmail.com and head over to our website our website is up now www.thesoulcoach.com you can find um, merch um, information on how you can collaborate getting your own episode um, sponsorship programs and plans um, our blog everything so just just go over and check it out see you next time